footsteps behind you as you enter the woods. Night draws back its cape. Light illumines your path. Open your eyes. Listen. Welcome to Dark Softly Tales. Dark stories for dark hearts. I'm Mav Sky. Good evening, and welcome to your nightmares. And another episode of your favorite storytelling podcast, Dark Softly Tales. I'm your host, Mav, and I'll be guiding you through an orchestrated graveyard this evening with a tale called Dapper Cadaver. I'd like to take a moment before we start to thank you for listening. I'm so excited about getting this podcast off the ground and... I'm very happy to report that Dark Softly Tales is ranking in the top 100 of its subcategory on iTunes. Yay! Let's keep it going, and you lovely listener can help with that. How, you may ask? By rating or reviewing the podcast wherever you are listening. This helps other people find the program, and then it pushes the show up through the ranks. Hopefully we can get it up to the top 20. Wouldn't that be amazing? Okay, back to the show. Dapper Cadaver was originally published in my book, Graveyards, Three Tales to Chill Your Bones. You can find links to that in the show notes. During a good old-fashioned Texas thunderstorm, I lay in bed that night thinking it sounded like a symphony of death outside. And then, because I'm me... I imagined what a dance with death might look like in a graveyard with a lovely symphony of thunder and lightning in the background. A dance with death is not a new concept. Most of you are probably familiar with the French phrase danse macabre. It is an allegory from the medieval times. No matter what our race, gender, or station in life, death equalizes and unites us all. We are each entitled to a single, faded dance with the inevitable. With these thoughts in my mind that stormy night, I flipped on my bedside light, snatched up my laptop, and began to type. This story is what happened next. The ending may or may not seem rather severe to some listeners, but personally, I find it cryptically romantic. Besides, I wouldn't want to scare you. Would I? Take my hand and hang on tight as we journey into the dark softly. Tapper Cadaver by Mav Sky. Thunderclouds whirled circles overhead. They screamed electric blue lightning bolts, torching the graveyard. Rain seethed from the heavens, drenching the valley of graves below. A young woman knelt among them. The horrid ditch gaped its mouth wide at her feet, half choking with rainwater. Joey rocked forward on her knees, reaching into the muddy abyss, deeper, deeper. The grave was unmarked, shallow, and as old as sin. Joey was glad she didn't have to be the one to dig it up. No, she thought, I'm just the body snatcher. Lightning pulsed through the clouds.
as if it had read her thoughts. Thunder applauded. She stretched her arm out as far as it would go. Four feet down was a long way, but she needed the money. The party was two hours away, and she promised to pay her ex-best friend, Leona, back for the dress. Leona was the current It Girl, and the last thing Joey needed was to be on the It Girl's bad side. Joey had found Doc Hollywood's number on the cafeteria's miscellaneous poke board. The good doctor had promised her 500 bucks if she would snatch this cadaver and bring it back tonight. The storm gave her plenty of cover. She now lay flat on her stomach and stretched, plunging her hand deep into the puddle. She considered heading back to the dorm and scavenging up a shovel. She began lifting her arm from the water when she felt it. Fingertips on hers. A long, bony touch. Joey froze. Was it real? Or was it her imagination? As if in reply, something poked hard into her palm. Startled, Joey drew her arm up and examined her hand. A small blister formed where the thing had poked her. Thunder boomed overhead. A gale of wind blew Joey's hair into her eyes. She gathered her wet hair and twisted it at the nape of her neck, then leaned over and gazed into the muddy pool of water. From the depths of the murk, hollow eyes and a gawking mouth rose, rose, then emerged from the dark. Lightning crackled and Joey screamed, falling backwards. A skull bobbed on the surface, quivering this way and that with the ripple of wind and water. Joey cringed. Shit, forget this. She wiped her muddy hands on her sweatshirt and felt her cell buzz in her front pocket. She pulled it out, covering the top with her hand. It was a text from Leona. It said, you got my money, bitch? Joey glanced at the skull again and bit her lip in trepidation. It was floating on the surface, ready to be plucked. Joey made up her mind and typed back. Yeah, cunt. She stowed the cell, then bent over the grave again. The skull nodded on the surface, its face reflecting the storm above. Joey swallowed hard, cursed, then rolled up her sopping wet sleeves and reached for it. Fingers curled under the jaw and through the mouth. Her other hand cradled the cranium. It vibrated with the energy of the storm beneath her hands. Joey hesitated, only to be poked again beneath the surface of the water. Ow! But when she tried to lift her hand, something scratched it, wrenching her hand and the skull back into the puddle. Ow! She frantically twisted her arm this way and that, but something clung on. A crack of thunder sizzled the sky in electric blue. She finally managed to yank her hand to just above the surface of the puddle when she caught a glimpse of what clutched her. A hand, a skeletal hand, its metacarpals and phalanges gripped hers. But that was impossible. Joey's medical mind took over. Fascination replaced fear for the moment, and she examined the dark depths, hostaging her arm. The hollow eyes of the skull gaped just barely below the surface, a 
fiery shimmer gazed within them. Was it a reflection of the lightning? But how bright, how crimson the eyes glowed. The skeletal hand gripping hers squeezed. It was gentle, not as in a friendly handshake, but a soft squeeze that two lovers might share. Startled, Joey withdrew her hand and the skeletal bones released her. She fell back with the force, falling into the mud. The skull sank, disappearing once more. She inspected her palm, which was fine, except the one blister. She slicked back her hair again, bit her lip, glanced around, and hesitated near the grave. Joey had learned in her pre-med that a human skeleton weighs only about a third of what its full body would have weighed. She handled many cadavers in her class and knew what bones felt like, what they were, and what they weren't. If it wasn't the weight of the bones pulling her into the water, then what was? She glanced around again, speaking her suspicion into the storm. Doc? Doc Hollywood? Is this some kind of joke? A cat scowled in the distance. Are you here? This time, the cat did not reply, nor did anything else. Raindrops in fear shivered her spine. Something was off, completely wrong. The night crackled with charged magic, and Joey backed away from the grave on all fours, her hands slipping in the mud. Something bobbed up again in the grave water, and she peered in. The skull surfaced in the water. Once more, fire shimmered in its dark, wide eyes, and its mouth stretched into a toothy smile. Two bony hands thrust out of the water. The skeleton placed its gaunt fingers on the grass and pulled itself up and out of the ditch. Stunned, Joey scrambled in the mud, her sneakers slipping in the sludge. As the skeleton rose to its full height, Joey's jaw dropped and her wet black hair slicked like a pony's down her back. Breath escaped her. A cricket chirped nearby, and then another, another, high-pitched and stringy, like a haunted violin. Toads croaked in low bass. Moths supplied the tenor. Crows cawed in poetry. The skeleton threw its arms to the skies like a dark king would to his kingdom, and his soldiers obeyed. Leaves whirled, thunder clapped, clouds frothed mist. The dead supplied groans and moans, music pouring from every grave. Lightning crackled through the skull, sending a thrill and a zing through its gaunt bones. It spread its arms wide, conducting the chorus of the dead, then froze as if recalling something that it was supposed to do. It cut the air with its bony finger, silencing his symphony. It angled its face down toward Joey. She inched backwards from the Dark Lord. Slowly, slowly, the skeleton tilted his head to the side and lowered his hands, palms up, as if asking Joey something. Something terribly, horribly, dreadfully important. It awaited her reply. Joey gulped hard, staring into its hellish eyes. I... I don't want to die? It was supposed to be a statement, but it came out as a question. 
The skull shook his head as if disappointed. It swayed its pelvis in an Elvis swing and offered her its long, long fingers. No, no way. Joey jumped to her feet, stabilized, and leapt away from the skeleton. Two quiet steps stalked her, and the skeleton caught Joey up in his arms and twisted her around toward him. She kicked its shins, waved her arms, beat its bony chest. Let me go! But it didn't seem to notice. It wrapped its long arms about her as if comforting, snuggled her face into its gaunt neck, and with a flick of the wrist, the dreadful symphony tantalized the graveyard once more. Crickets played their demonic strings, and the dance with the devil commenced. Joey drowned in her own cries. The skeleton, silvery under the lightning flash, unraveled her from its sinewy arms, grasped her waist, and waltzed her across the graves. She refused to move her legs, and yet they began to move. She willed her body frozen, but her limbs stirred, awakened, and she began to dance, nimble and free as a ballerina puppet. No! They paused and the skeleton lowered his face to Joey's as if to kiss her. She looked through the empty eyes of his skull and saw shadows of women torn apart, children wailing in brimstone. Joey's throat burned with her own scream. It echoed through the graveyard. The skeleton pet her wet hair like a lover. Her cell phone rang. All of the torments of hell stopped. Her breath caught within her. Was this real or a dream? The skeleton retrieved her cell, pushed a button, and Leona's snarky voice said, I can make your life hell, bitch. The skeleton looked from the phone to Joey. Joey to the phone and the voice said do you want that tell me do you the dark lord's gaping mouth stirred into a grin and a deep voice thundered from the heavens yes the voice on the other end shrieked and the skeleton threw the cell into its own open grave the voice drowned in water he shook his skull side to side as if he were very disappointed and then snatched up Joey's hand her fingers moved against her will. They grasped his. He drew her fingers to his deep, dark grin, and air kissed them. He placed a hand on her hip, and with a boom from the heavens, they were off again, dancing among glassy drops from the heavens. Their feet slid across obsidian mirrors. Graves shone like stars. The dead crooned like demons, and they whirled and whirled, tangoed and discoed in the storm. As they did, Joey's sweatshirt caught fire. Her tights burned into smoke. Crimson rubies, her own lifeblood, wrapped about her skin, clutching her like a dress. Pain mixed with pleasure. Her body and soul rejoiced in the dark beauty of seduction, debauchery they had never taught her in med school. At long last, when her legs gave out from exhaustion, when her mind numbed from horror and excitement, Ears buzzed with monstrous, temptuous music. The skeleton halted and gazed down at her with his wet, shimmering skull. They were back at the ditch from where he had climbed out. He moved his face close to hers as if for a kiss. Fear and tears brimmed in Joey's eyes. What do you want with me? Her eyes asked without her lips moving or making a sound. Instead of kissing her, its skull ducked to her ear and whispered, 
soft and leathery. Doc Hollywood wants you. Joey's mouth formed the question for her thoughts. Me? But he wanted you. The skull shook its head back and forth, waiting patiently for her mortal mind to grasp what it had suspected from the first moment their eyes had met in the puddle. No. Oh no. Yes. Oh yes, it whispered back in its leathery, grainy voice, stroking her hair like a lover. It laughed. Oh, how it laughed. And as it did, lightning struck its skull. Joey could suddenly move her arms, body, legs. She pushed at the skeleton, and for a slight moment, dazed by the lightning, the skeleton lost his stance and fell into the ditch. Joey was out of the skeleton's arms and back into the mud. She slipped and slid, scrambled, and finally ran with all the might she had. But it wasn't enough. The skeleton stomped behind her. It reached its long, sinewy arms out, clasped its fingers about her waist, lifted her from the ground, and pressed her to its chest. It's time for us to sleep, beauty. She screamed and screamed. The dead moaned. Moths beat their wings in high tenor. The crickets strummed their strings louder, louder. Thunder clapped as both woman and skeleton fell backwards into the grave. Together, they sank into the pool of decay until death overcame the other. Who likes dark stories? People who have experienced a touch of the dark side. People who are a little wiser to the world. People who like their bones chilled and their spines tingled. People like you and me. It's hard to find a story these days that write on the dark side with a touch of whimsy, humor, and heart. Mav Sky spreads her dark wings and solves this problem for you. Head on over to Amazon and type Mav Sky's name into the search engine. M-A-V-S-K-Y-E. At Amazon, you'll find her Tales to Chill Your Bones series, Girl Clown Hatchet series, Supergirl series, her cult classic novel, Wanted Single Rails, and of course, her brand new release, Cold Hangs the Midnight. Choose your dark flavor and head on over to Amazon today.